everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Monster Noir, The Sands of Time. I don't know. I threw out a title, and I hope that it's going to stick. Uh, tonight is, or today is, December 18th, 2019, and you are loved. And that is a very important thing that we like to say at the beginning of each and every single one of our games, because we truly believe it. If this is your first time tuning in, or... Uh, if this is your first time hearing that their message, consider going to youtube.com slash indoor adventures where we upload all of the VODs to our past games as well as the audio casts wherever audio casts can be found. We also have a merch store up. Um, it's bit.ly slash merch indoor, but I'm going to change it soon. Sadly, you can't even get those mugs anymore. Oh, but you could maybe, at one point. You could have, but you didn't. And now look where you are, mugless, mugless. sitting at your own <laughs> desk. That's your fault, viewer. So, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be mean about, about that. But I won't be mean about the fact that, hey, we have a Patreon set up. So if you like, uh, if you like this group of goofs, consider going to patreon.com slash indoor adventures where you can gain access to our after show called Nights in the Courtyard where we answer questions not only from the community but also from each other. So if you have any questions that you would like to uh belay unto us consider posting them in the side chat or uh posting them in our discord at discord the links down below you should check it out there uh or it's in the side of this here side of this here video so uh consider going to check that out as well uh but with that that's it for my spiel hey satan who you playing hi um i'm playing lilith a vampire mobster and uh I feel like tonight's gonna be lots of sounds, <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, and Wings, who are you playing? Oh, is it me next? God, um, I'm gonna be playing Rue Haka, the detective, and I will be said sad. <laughs> all right, and Koss, what about you? <laughs> I'm Jennifer, and I will be playing Beltane Hothler, the fame mobster who perpetuates sad because he loves it. <laughs> and for tonight, for a little bit longer, I will have the title card of Hazel Harker, sister to Rue Harker, but later there will be a change. And that's it for me. I'm the indoor adventurer. Great. Wait. Class? Did you go? Yep. It's you, GB. Oh, it's GB, Greybeard of Greybeard's Tavern. And tonight I will be your spook master for Monster Noir. And uh, we will, uh, we decided uh, that we're going to pick up pretty much from where we left off. Um, future, we're going to try to be more episodic like we were originally. Um, because we know that it's, it's like a month between each game. And so it's better if they're kind of smushed up and and, and um, self-contained. So, but for now, we swoop back in. We we begin coming in over top of Lilith's Manor, and as we as the camera usually swoops around, and I do some description. This time we start the swoop, and then we're inside the manor, into the foyer where we ended where everyone's laying on the on the uh the blood red plush carpet um hazel has a a stake stuck through her heart uh she's 
uh, paler than normal, um, even for a vampire. And uh, Rue is kind of over top holding her. Uh, Beltane, I'm going to let you describe you, but is in a primordial form. Uh, Lilith is disheveled. And that's all of you. So let's, uh, let's pick up with, let's pick up with Rue looking down at your sister. Gonna pull the stake out. <gasps> Normally that's when the vampire's eyes shoot open and they lunge for you. But no, your sister in her sundress, it, you were wearing a sundress, if I remember correctly. If not, you are now. Oh, yeah. um, no, I totally was. I'll, I'll come uh, to it. Pull, pull out the, the stake, and she lays there, uh, uh, pallid and non-moving in um, death. Parker just kind of looks at her um, and just starts shaking her head um, and then just uh, eventually just like lowers her uh, face into her hands and just kind of sits there for a while. Beltane? Lilith is just looking at the scene in front of her. She's all fucking like, she's got arrows and tree bark coming out of her. You she's were a possum earlier today. I... <laughs> Listen, I know this. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious, and you're bringing up my own possum. You're fucking like dead. <laughs> you're fucking dead. You know what? You don't need to say anything. <laughs> it was for the audience. <laughs> Audience, I was an opossum a game ago. <laughs> um, and there's just she looks at Hazel, and there's one tear that comes out of her eye. Is it a tear, tear, or a blood? Oh no, tear? it's blood. <laughs> and she kind of like looks. Is Beltane next to her? Beltane's sniffing around for flowers. He's nowhere near the conscious self you know him to be. <laughs> She's kind of like weakly calling to him to come back. And and real quick, Beltane, <laughs> when when she, she when we cut aside, it, it's like weird and huh what uh, confusion, and then when. Lilith calls to you, what, what do we see? You see this fairly giant, almost tree-like thing with a flame within its hollow chest, almost skeletal-like head with horns, hollow eyes, teeth that are a bit too long, and branches that are spiked, thorn, and he's just looking around, pawing at various things, pushing things over. When he finds what he wants, he comes back and sits awkwardly behind Lilith, just looming over the three of them. Lilith just kind of like <clears throat> puts a hand on him. 
just stay here, darling. Just, just shove some flowers at her face. <laughs> Thank you. And she kind of like just gets a little closer to him. Kind of like side hug. Because I'm assuming she's standing up because he's so big. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like hugging his shoulders, but looking at, she takes the flowers and kind of just finds comfort in him as she kind of looks at Hazel. Are Hazel's eyes open? No. No? Okay. Um, Harker, um, I, I think that her shoulders shake uh, for a little bit. Um, and then she takes a deep breath. Um and she looks down at Hazel one last time, um, puts a hand on her and just kind of like acknowledges her for one last moment. And then she stands up and she starts to walk away. Hazel, where, where are you now? Uh, I would <laughs> say for Hazel, chances are she's not in a good place. Yeah. Uh, it could be. <laughs> that really depends. What does what does having been turned into a vampire mean for your afterlife? Well, it, it's I'm going to say in our mythos, being a vampire is not uh connected to the religions mm-hmm. um i i'm i'm gonna say that you know they are a they are a mythos unto themselves uh they were not aligned with demons or brought forth by deviltry um i think they're older than that um but some of the key vampires were like Lazarus and 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 Vlad Dracul. Um, so I think it's it's what your actions would keep you out of heaven if that's where John is. I would think that that would probably be the case. If anything, she has more than likely found herself in a very dark place. Then like sconces light up, and it is the scales. Of like the good versus bad that you've done in your life. Okay. Hazel has not been a very good person. I mean. And at the same time, she has never, she never killed anyone that was completely innocent, right? That we know of. That's true. But she, it was one of those things like she thought about it. And especially once she got to the point in the last session where her sanity was disrupted. To her, she totally did. Like when she released the primordial beast inside of the, like inside of the prison. Okay. Because there were people who worked at that prison. It wasn't all just the bad guys. Like, she nuked right. everyone. Right. And then, so, um, when when you went nuclear and you, you took out the primordial uh, slime and beast, was that a redemption moment? 
or was it was it insanity i'm gonna say it was insanity all right so um and i'm gonna go down a storyline sure and you let you let me know if this is uh uh um uh, viable for the end of hazel so um so we see like like you said that the sconces wink into existence and if you you begin to follow them you get to you get to a a, a ledge a cliff a, a a definite barrier a marker of some kind um and you look down and you see these um like like uh way down there this volcanic glow um and then as as you're contemplating said volcanic flow you uh you look up and and john's there standing over nothing he's he's a, and he's a little bit spectral um but he is standing on thin air and he's he quirks his head he's like hazel and she i feel just looks at him and tears just begin to well uh, oh oh hey so hey so honey honey come on come here and he reaches out his arms she'll let him hug her and and you hug and there's that that brief moment of of of, of like magic of, of of love then you feel yourself dropping the long tumble towards that volcanic fire anything else we need to hear or see from hazel can i add to the scene sure 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 please do so right as she's about to hug john there's the voice that was from the book that Rue was reading. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That basically says, like, this is only the beginning. And then John disappears as she goes to try and hug him back. And, she, like, that momentum is what causes her to tumble forward. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And, uh, and, um, yeah. That's a, that's a, a beautiful image of uh, we get kind of a slow mo fall, you know, and and you were like this, and then you turned in the air to kind of look up like where's John, just as kind of a reaction, and the sundress is kind of uh, blowing a bit, and and as you as you we see, and the the yellow of the sundress, and your hair is still yellow. Is My hair is always more of like a reddish color. Okay, the the red hair, you know, is streaking through the air. The dress kind of billowing, and her just kind of limply falling. And as it falls, it kind of becomes a silhouette in the in the in the flame. Uh, not the flame, but the uh, the glow from whatever below, and it becomes blackened, and then that fades out. Lilith, 
you were uh, sitting there with your progeny, your dead progeny's body. Rue, you left, right? She's uh, on her way out. Um, okay. And she'll, she'll say something before she leaves. Okay. So what is that? Um, just as she's walking past Lilith, um, she's looking at the ground. She says, I'm done. Lilith doesn't say anything. Beltane, in your uh, current form, do you speak at all? Or do you just let Harker go? He's very unaware who Harker is in his current form. He has no idea other than Lilith, only because he associates her with home. And he just and watches Rugo. You still have a contract with Lilith, if I remember correctly, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. even in your current form, you are bound by said contract. Yes. Okay. All right. We see uh, we see Rue leave, close the door behind her, maybe sigh, and and stop for just a second. And as she goes to step away, as she goes to step away, we pull out of the mansion, um, up up basically into into the air, and. And we can tell that that time is passing, like we, we leave the earth and and we kind of see that, you know, it's the, the earth is turning and sun, the sun and moon are going and we're kind of seeing it on a, like a like a three corner, like a, we're seeing a, a quarter section of the earth, like where where the mansion would be, but time is passing and then we come back in under uh, uh, down towards Rav uh, Ravcloft, um, Port La Ravcloft, and as we come in, we we kind of swoop in, and and we see a mansion, and it, it we're like, what what's going on? That's what? Huh? There's snow. Um, there there's uh you know um, kind of uh you know uh, warm lights in in said mansion. It's not Lilith's mansion, though. We, as as the audience, are confused. Wait, wait, wait! What, what happened? What time passed? What? What's going on? And we swing around this. We come to one of the windows, and there's a little, a little like, uh, like a candle glow sort of thing going on. Like maybe a a tea lighted little lantern, and we move along the side of the mansion and we get glimpses and there's shadows and stuff behind these little tea lanterns until we come around the side of the house. And there we see someone slipping in through a window. What does this someone look like, Indoor? So this someone is about five foot seven, five foot eight. So like a little bit taller, but not like past the six foot margin. Um, and is currently, uh, they wear a trench coat and their left arm uh, is completely wrapped in bandages. 
and they are pressed up against this wall. They have a very loose, uh, like dark red tie, coffee colored trench coat that they're wearing. You can see some suspenders underneath that are connected to the pants. Uh, very like a mop of hair upon uh, upon this figure's head. It's a a dirty blonde. Uh, very much heavier on the brown aspect than it is the blonde. Uh, but it seems like there's still enough blonde that you you passes as such. A little bit of stubble on the face, and this figure just looks tired. Uh, and as he's getting close to one of the windows, he starts unraveling the bandages on his left arm, and there is a skeleton hand that emerges from underneath the wrappings and he takes an index finger and puts it up against the lock uh and if it's all right i would like to use uh my ability skeleton key uh to consume some hp to turn my skeletal hand into a master key for conventional locks yes and and in this case it it like turns into a wire loop that goes in through the crack and around and undoes the latch on the other side you twist your hand and it it just moves the the leather lever on the on the window the entire time he's just saying to himself come on come on come on they're gonna be home soon come on um and so the 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 click of the latch we see the window raise we see the curtains blow and the a little bit of snow comes in we see the uh the individual cross of across the room past the christmas tree and all the presents they head up the stairs towards the master bedroom for there is something within or upon the boudoir that they are seeking and what what is it that that kane is seeking uh what kane is seeking right now is I want to say that it is like a, a statue or like a bust of some sort of like a, an old family member or something like that. Uh, it is a bust made entirely out of gold, which is the entire reason why Kane is currently after this is for the shinies. Um, it's a woman, um, a, a, a female family member and probably somewhere near a thousand years old. And uh, Kane will pull out his pocket watch, take a little peek at it, and then look at the gold. Just oh, Hopefully this winds me back enough. And he is going to uh, make sure that his hands are wrapped in some kind of fabric and then do his best to to steal it and make a getaway okay um as you uh as you uh, uh stow away or are you gonna just carry it because uh, you know you have to climb and whatnot so do you have like an inner pocket that you're gonna put it in because it's it's yay big you know sack. i for the purposes with which he is stealing this, uh, he just needs to find a, a little place to square himself away. It could be on the ground still. 
Uh, okay. But he just needs to make sure that he won't be found when uh, he does his thing. Okay. Um, so uh, you leave the master bedroom um, and um, go ahead and give me an agility roll. All right, so an agility roll, that is a nine. Excellent. You, um, as you're, uh, as you're- Oh wait, uh, sorry, modified 10. Modified 10, excellent, excellent. okay. All right, um, as you're, uh, you're walking away for a brief second, you, you fumble the statue and you think, oh my God, if that had hit the floor, it probably would have woken some of the servants. And, and but your your 10 was a solid like whoa okay and you tuck it away um you were making your way there are are you going to try to stay in the main house or are you going to try to go to an outbuilding i'll try and go to an outbuilding okay do you exit the way you came in through the window oh yeah for yeah. sure okay you come back down past down the stairs and you cross in front of the uh uh the christmas tree and all the presents laid out and uh as you're headed for the window you look over and the garland above the above the fireplace where the stockings are hung you notice there's more golden baubles How many golden baubles are there? Probably, probably a dozen. But they're all like small, like hand grabby size versus this hefty they are, thing. They are, yeah, they are all, they're all, you know, ornament size. They seem to be some kind of figurines or something. Uh, he's gonna go Back up for later. He is going to go up to uh to the ornaments. Can he stuff all of them in his pockets? Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's going to leave the bust then. Okay, all right. And instead, and then... uh, because it's small enough, he'll he'll take one and then just take it into a bare palm versus like grabbing it with any kind of um, cloth or anything like that. And mm -hmm. it just turns to dust in his hand. So... What happens is you like suck the veneer off it and you realize these are what gilded uh, items and below the gold gilding is is a um, uh, like a brass. <laughs> he seems so offended at the prospect of gilding in this house. Come on. A bunch of cheapskates and he's gonna grab the bust again and then he's gonna just make his way out he was gonna be nice and leave it if he could just steal small golden things but now he needs the big and two yep and uh, so um so yeah you uh you then make your way out you uh you get through the window um you close the window and uh you make it to the outbuildings there is uh there is obviously a um, 
uh, service garage, like like where tractors for lawn mowing and that kind of stuff are at, there is um, some kind of a barn at one point, but it looks like it's old and it hasn't really been used. I mean, the outside is nice, but you can tell like it's old. It's probably one of the oldest buildings on the property. Um, there's a chicken coop that has no chickens. Um, and um, probably, probably a horse stable that is still um, tended uh, and, and has horses in it. He's going to hide out in the horse stable. All right. Uh, give me a charm roll. Haha, my other greatest stat. That is an 11. All right. The the horses are like and you you come in and you notice that, oh look, there is a bag of carrots sitting there. <laughs> you give some of them to oh, the yes. horses. All right, and they 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 snort and huff until you give them a carrot and then they seem all pleased with you. And they're there. They were flipping their tails for a second. And now they're they're mowing carrots. And you seem to have relative peace hiding in a stall, the loft. I'm going to hide or, up in the uh, loft. Okay. Mostly right. because uh, the the horse place, because it seemed like people have actually come and gone there versus a fresh set of tracks going to places that are unoccupied. Mm -hmm. So this seems like a good place to hide for at least a little bit while I do my thing. Okay. Um, so you're hiding and you're, uh, uh, how do you, how are you consuming the, the, the material? Uh, so just by touch. Yeah. It's, it's just by like, it's just by contact with it. As long as it is like skin to object contact. Mm -hmm. So he's just going to like take, like unbutton his shirt and just hold it against his chest. Okay. All right. Um, give me a fortitude uh, roll, please. Oh boy, that's a that. There's a six. Okay. Oh, cold. Oh, so cold. So cold. So cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're uh, you you're like oh, dumb, bad idea, bad idea. Oh God. I thought um, it would be warmer coming from inside the house, but it actually got cold while I was out here. This is a bad time. <laughs> and so your uh, um, uh, gold is very conductible. Um, so you uh, you're kind of holding it in your lap and still trying to, to you know like like huddle over it to get some warmth, and um, you hear. Oh my God! I forgot to grab him. Ching, 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 ching. Some sleigh bells. Just gonna hide real low and quiet, see? Okay. Um, and uh, you, you hear the sleigh bells um, and you can see through, you know, through a crack in the, in, in the wood, the, uh, between the slats uh, of the loft, you can see something, some reindeer, maybe something like, like that. Um, and uh, do, do you move at all to, to get a better look? 
I'm going to move, like, if there is, like, a hayloft entrance or something that I can sneak out the back while mm -hmm. this thing is coming from the front, I'm going to make a clean escape. All right. All right. Give me an agility. Yeah. So that is a nine. Okay. All right. You're, uh, you're uh, escaping, and uh, as you, you leave the, the loft... And and you're like, because this is like a, a, a like a barn door type thing where they would bring bales in or whatever up top. Um, as you're kind of like hanging down to get there, one of the boards creaks, and you hear a you hear a, a almost like a animalistic growl type noise, and then you hear you hear a voice, a voice go, ha, 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 oh relax relax there's no bad children here you hear and um it physically gets colder even where you're at and uh and then you hear you hear uh one of the reindeer uh like snort and he says you hear the the gentle voice say ho 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 it's okay it's okay don't let him bother you and come along and you hear as they seem to be moving further away from where you're at oh my god someone else has a mock on this house do you take a glance? Uh, if they, uh, like, if I, like, while I'm stealth, I can see them from where I'm at, I'll take a glance. But if it requires me to go around and investigate and then trail back, that's too many sets of footprints. I need to fucking skediddle on out of here. It's, it's a mirror where you drop down from the door. It's a mere peek around the corner. I will take a quick peek. Um... I, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna give you a roll on this. Let's go for a let's go for brains. Oh God, my West stat. That's an eight. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh wait. Look, there was was that a was that a goat on two feet? I, I, that goat had to be like eight feet tall, and you just saw it for a second as it stepped around the house. Uh. And you see this 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 amazing sleigh. I mean, this thing is decked out. It's got all kinds of little golden bells along both sides and the back. The, the eight reindeer there all have harnesses with bells of gold. Um, and there seems to be a gigantic sack in the back of the sleigh. And he, what do you do? He, Kane looks down at the like at his sack with the bust in it, and looks at the sleigh and thinks about all those bells. And he thinks to himself, "One bell couldn't. No, don't be greedy. But there's so many. Probably wouldn't need. No, no." This is how we got into this mess in the first place. No. And then as he leaves, 
Or as he turns around, looks back. And he'll grab his arm closer to the shoulder and there is just a light popping noise. Mm-hmm. And he's going to pull his skeletal arm out and just, all right, just one. And he'll toss his arm out towards and going to try and steal one single bell. It, it, it crawls off all, all bones, dragging a little, a little wake of snow behind it as it, as it skitters along. Um, give me a, um, give me a brawn check. Braun check. Oh God! All right. Uh, well, that is an eight. All right. Um, you the the so the bones are laying there, and it kind of rolls funky flat, and then it bends at the elbow, and then it it kind of bounces, bounces, and then hops up onto the the shoulder joint, and it snags it snags a bell. And it boop, pops it off, but when it does, it goes bing bing. The bell rings, and one of the reindeer, the the lead one, very very majestic creature, looks back and you know looks right at nothing. It seems to be looking around, and it looks down, and it's trying to figure out what it's seeing. You call your arm back? I'm going to wait for the reindeer (laughs) to look away and then and then come back. And as the bell rings, Kane, just (laughs) give give me a moxie roll. See if you can if you can not panic. That's a six. (laughs) You're like, and your arm not being attached goes. It it, it, it like bolts upright, and then it goes, and then it realizes that it's holding the bell, so it then bends and flops the arm bone over, and then flings itself around, and then flops the arm bone over and flings itself around until it gets close to you. Then then it it folds itself up like this, which I can't bend like that. It folds itself like this. And then goes boing and catapults the bell to you. Bing. I'm gonna try and bing, bing, bing. try and I grab it. it. Yeah. Yep. You can make a roll if you want. I I, I assume you've got enough dexterity. It's to an snatch eleven. It, but... All right. All right. Well, you snatch the bell in a way that it doesn't. You smother it so it doesn't go boom. It doesn't ring. It and stops. And then the hand is. <laughs> as soon as it catapulted it. It, it flopped over and it's been crawling back to you. Start quickly walking away and as it gets close, just like reach down, grab it from the ground, pop it back into the socket and continue running. And us as the as as the as the viewers, we see that majestic reindeer has watched this whole interaction and he goes <sighs> and snorts and then just puts himself back into like a, a pose, like a perfect, perfect stance with his 12 points of, uh, of his uh, antlers sticking up. Lilith Beltane, how long do you sit there over the, the corpse 
of Hazel. Um, Belting. He would do it as long as Lilith needs it. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't come out of his primordial form for weeks. Probably a minute passes by as she looks at like the detective leaves and look at Hazel. And she looks at Belting and says, let's go find some nice flowers for our friend, yes? And she'll walk over to Hazel, pick her up, and walk towards the garden. He'll follow. Now, uh, is in your primordial form, are, are, when you step, are you leaving like grass and flowers behind? Do you have oh, like yeah, forest, forest walks? Yeah, kind of it's like a moss, forest floor, little trees kind of sprout out uh, flowers of various sorts, ash trees, hawthorns, uh, one or two rowan, but they mostly shrivel up and fade away. I was going to say, and then as as you get just for, far enough away to, for it to get out of your aura, that, like totally growing out of the plush carpet in the house, and then then it just sort of withers and, and turns to nothing. Um, so Lilith, you head to the, the garden. We You're carrying Hazel, mm -hmm. and you know, her, her head's lulled back, or her reddish hair is dangling, um, and uh, as you as you're walking out there, we see this lumbering form behind you. What do you do when you get there? Um, probably um, pick out a nice area. Um, she'll start digging herself on the ground. Mm -hmm. She doesn't care at this point. Just. Uh, yeah claws out just digging okay um and when it's deep enough she'll bury hazel okay so as you're digging uh beltane do you help dig or... he helps in the way a dog helps dig got it yeah. it's right. not very and, uniform but as... i would also say the house comes out like the goblins, the ghosts, the other creatures of the manor kind of just come out and help. Okay, so we Better see than him. We <laughs> see Hazel laying there, and as as we see Beltane like reaching over, and we see the 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 goblins and the the smaller um, the smaller fae uh, come forth. Uh, we we swing over. Rue, where do you go? I think she goes back to her office um, and she starts just putting files on her desk. Um, as you're doing that, you, you look over at the calendar and you realize months passed? Months passed. She, she's also been drinking, so she's like... <laughs> She she picks up the liquor bottle and just kind of looks at it. And then like she she makes like she's about to pour it out 
And then she just takes another swig, puts it down, and keeps on <laughs> doing what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you hear, <laughs> I have her. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I have her. It's the voice of the book. I don't have the book anymore, do I? No. Nope. Um Rue like her, her nose turns up or her, her nose wrinkles a little bit. Um and she aggressively takes another pull from the uh liquor bottle and she starts throwing more files onto the desk. <laughs> Just like intentionally ignoring the voice. You're making this so easy. <laughs> it's all is is what it says next. Mm-hmm. She, <laughs> she doesn't care. She's going to ignore. She's not even going to talk to it. Like at Amazing. this point, like she is, she is done. She is literally done with all of this magic bull crap. It's never done anything good for her. Interacting with it has only made things worse. That's it. She's done with all of this. She's she's like, fuck this. And so um, she's going, she is going to uh, throw all of these uh, files onto her desk, set them on fire, and then go drink herself into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you, are you putting them in a metal trash can on your desk? Sure. Or just yes. start, okay. that, I'm getting the desk on fire. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah, drunk is she? <laughs> she's a functional alcoholic. Um, she's going to put it in a, a metal trash can. That, that, that's okay. a good idea, yes. All right. Okay. Um, do you still have Puck? I am not the one with Puck. Or pork. Oh, no. You mean pork? Uh, pork, P- pork, pork. Sorry, pie. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Pork, pork pie. The cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pork pie appears. And, you know, quirks its head. It sticks its ears up and it rubs up against your leg. Like, I know you feel bad. What's going on? He doesn't say that. <laughs> He's not a talking cat, but, but he definitely, you know, that's the, that's the emote you get from said cat. Um, she, she's like flinches uh in reaction to this um and like you see her fist clench for a second uh and then she like relaxes um and forces herself to calm down she reaches down just kind of scratches its ears okay and uh where do you go to drink are you just standing in the middle of the room do you go to your couch or a bedroom or where where is uh it depends. It depends on how long you'll allow her to do this, <laughs> because nah. tonight she probably stays in the office, but tomorrow it'll probably yeah. be a bar. The day after, you know, wherever she's gonna okay. be drunk for a long time. Okay, so uh, you you make your way to the couch in the office, uh, which has a roux-shaped dent in it from said sleeping uh, on it for so long and so much. Um, and you, uh, you lay, kind of lay back. You're not, you're not laying down yet. Cause at this point you'd probably have some bed spinny goodness going on. 
um, and uh, pork pie lumps up on, on your belly and kind of tries to snuggle down. Do you let him? All right. Uh, he still looks at you. She, she's gonna pick him up and put him down on the couch next to her. <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> All right, and 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 they get up and they they do the 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 big spine curve thing and they they're trying to like do the spin around a couple times, but there's nowhere to go. And so then, finally, in frustration, uh, with their butt to you. They kind of snuggle in and you know, like two paws it in in the in the side of the couch next to you, and they start to purr. In- internally, Rue decides to herself, "This is a normal cat." <laughs> okay, all right. I would like you to make a moxie roll. Oh boy! Oh god, it's been so long. We roll two dice in this game, right? Yep. I'm good at these. Um, <laughs> 14. 14. Awesome. Uh, for a moment, the, your, um, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to put this on, on you. Does Rue lose the sight? Because you rolled a 14, I was going to have it just glitch out for a second and then become solid again. But does Rue, at this point, is she fed up enough that she just doesn't even want to know that it exists? I I think that she intentionally decides I'm just not going to do it anymore. Um, And so, yeah essentially yes okay maybe in in the future it'll probably come back but i'm saying right yeah. now the way she is nope yeah in you... fact in fact i'd say that the more she drinks the better she is at ignoring the sight um and the more sober she is the more able she is to see what's really there excellent okay so you uh as you're uh Im- imbuing and you're force of pure moxie your pure will cuts you off from the veil the veil descends we we see the the veil come down uh, we, we're like we're, we're in the in the office seeing rue and we as we pull out we sort of see the it's just a subtle change and there maybe is like that that last newsie heading home for the night who we see with the little little cap and the big green pointy ears he's walking along and as this sort of shimmer comes down we see him turn into a brown-haired brown-eyed little boy just with an empty newspaper bag heading for home and uh maybe rue just kind of nods out mm-hmm. and pork pie we we see pork pie and they they sigh a little bit and then put their head down and go to sleep where uh uh kane where do you go 
Uh, now that I've taken this sleigh bell as well as the bust, I gotta go and lie low for a little bit. So I'm probably gonna head to a jazz club and then just hang out there for a while. All right. Um, as you get there, is it a speakeasy jazz club with illegal yeah. booze? Okay. Right. Of uh, course. Um, is it, is it a certain speakeasy known to be uh maybe not to you yet but uh to us as the audience is it lilith's speakeasy i'll say yeah okay just as a general like i need to go to a place where no one's gonna find me or look at me funny so what i've heard that there is a place like this a magical place that i can also get some liquor at and that sounds fantastic <laughs> right now and Lilith, what is the name of your speakeasy? Um, Diabolique. Thank you. I couldn't remember it. <laughs> I knew it was French, but I could not remember. Um, and so you approach the door uh, uh, to uh, Diabolique. And uh, do you have a mundane or a monster at the door, Lilith? I can um... never remember. It's it's a monster. <laughs> okay. Is it one of your orc boys or something um, else? Let's go with... Uh, how big are trolls in this? They're covered by the veil, so they can be huge. They can be small. They... they, they they're somewhere above orc. Put it that way. It's a troll. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and and I'm gonna lump trolls in with the goblinoids. So, mm -hmm. what does your troll look like? Uh, they're well dressed. Everyone who uh, works for Lilith is well dressed. Uh, probably has like this. Um faded green with purple patches type of skin mm -hmm. um and they're very clean looking and but has they have like that bouncer face that's like i'm gonna tell you if you can come in or not and you're gonna go by my word yeah um and they're very quiet um and they have like they have sharp teeth maybe a little bit of tusk going on on the top <laughs> so so these the troll tusks come down yeah not up like orcs okay uh yeah or if they do come from underneath they kind of come out okay they come from underneath and they come out excellent yeah all right so mm -hmm. uh obviously kane you you could you have the sight do i so <laughs> i i'm gonna assume because you are one of them you you can see the, okay past the veil, um, unless me. unless character wise you would prefer not to. Character wise, I think that he doesn't necessarily fully understand what he sees, so it's not like an always on kind of thing. Like sometimes yeah. he'll see beyond the veil, other times he won't. But it's not like constant it's not a constant thing he doesn't have control over that and is is it going to come out eventually in backstory how he got his powers and yeah. such 
okay so it's not something i i'm not going to ask it now we're gonna we're gonna let it uh, uh come out in 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 story so um uh let's say um stan the troll uh lets you in though he doesn't give you his name he just kind of checks you out gives you a big squinty eye and then and lets you in and you he closes the door behind you and it's one of those things where it's like stunk, stunk, like two heavy metal bars come back across and you didn't hear those bars uh be removed when you walked up but now that you're in you hear them go um you sit down you uh you know order yourself a drink and as uh what what is your drink uh he likes a neat manhattan all right yes the manhattan <laughs> as the manhattan appears on the bar uh we we uh we kind of swing out and around like like a kind of a blur that sweeps back in on the grave is dug. What do you do, Lilith Beltane? Um, she'll pick up Hazel again. Um, press a kiss to her forehead, lay her down, put the dirt on again, and then look at Beltane's like, can you grow some pretty yellow flowers? There's a momentary pause before the form kind of breaks and shifts unnaturally like crumbling stone before it becomes this combination of everything you've seen him to be. And he kind of just presses his hand to the ground and big yellow sunflowers sprout up. He looks to you. They were her favorites. Thank you. And as the heads of the, as, as the, I mean, literally the vines grow up as the sunflowers are, are kind of bursting forward and they, they get up and all the heads of the sunflowers look to where the sun will be. Um, and uh, you, you have your moment there. You, you realize there's snow everywhere. It was, wasn't it just Halloween? Now to Beltane, I don't think, I mean, you're very aware that this is this season, but it doesn't feel unnatural to you. Um, this is, this is the weather. This is not a winter drake or mm -hmm. or uh a, you know an encroachment of of uh winter fay in any way shape or form this is part of the world um now beltane this is like you know a couple months is like not even a nanosecond to beltane mm -hmm. so i don't think you're very aware of it but lilith you're looking around and the the cold and not that you get cold but you kind of feel a, a bit of a chill because of the situation, you know, because now your, your, your undead form is, is uh, room temperature, as it were, and the room is cold. Mm -hmm. 
she really doesn't want to deal with this bullshit anymore. <laughs> she kind of just grabs Beltane's hand. She's like, let's just go inside. We have to clean up. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be here, actually. It's Belting back in his original form? Yeah, he's oh. the mess of his four forms. He's just looking around. There's too much death on these grounds. And I, if I have to look at my daughter's grave and look at Hazel's grave, I don't want to be here. It's too much at the moment. You're always free to go. She'll let go of his hand and walk inside. And she has like a, she's tired and it's just like sad, like bad thing upon bad thing. Um, Hazel's death, feeling like she ruined the detective's lives even more, feeling like it's her fault. Belting telling her that he doesn't want to be here. And so it's kind of like slowly chipping away at her heart. And there's like pain in her eyes, but she's tired. And she's like, I'll be here. And she'll walk inside. And as as we see the uh, the uh, amazing silhouette of Lilith kind of walking away, uh, we uh, kind of it kind of does a, a drop scene sort of thing, and we hear a jazz version of Jingle Bells being played, <laughs> um, and we we see um, we see Kane, you know, like probably two uh would you say manhattans yeah two or three manhattans deep two or two or three manhattans sitting there um and uh can't remember manhattans have a cherry right yeah so do you eat the cherry or, or oh yeah is there... all right so eat, there's, like there's... i'll take the toothpick just like eat the cherry off the end and then just immediately start using it to clean my teeth all right okay um and we see that and uh as as we we see the the picking at your teeth we look over your shoulder and uh it kind of goes to a, a booth uh when there's there's a um like a, a satyr and a um um oh uh a nixie um sitting there like some kind of water sprite water nymph sitting there and they're discussing uh the you we as the audience here kane may or may not here you let me know if you want to make a roll for it um but but they're sitting there and the satyr says i know it was no that's what i saw and the nixie's like that no that's not a real thing. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. It had, I mean, I, and he pulls up one of his his hooves like up above the table, and he's like, it, it, it had to be like like this much bigger than mine. I mean, that's just ridiculous, ridiculous. How, how can I compete? And uh, the the Nixie's like, I, I, you show me. And so the the satyr's like, oh, it's it's cold out. I'm not going out there. <laughs> <laughs> and the Nixie's like, I'm mostly water. What do you think? I I want to go out in this. And they're having this argument back and forth. Um, did did you want to be eavesdropping, Kane, uh, purposefully or not? Kane, I think can't help but eavesdrop. Okay. As he's like ordering a third round for himself, like he needs he needs a coat on for this oncoming cold that he's going to be experiencing. And what better coat than than whiskey and sweet vermouth? Uh, so yeah, he's getting ready for that, uh, and he's taking note of the jazz band. He's curious as to how well they're playing. Uh, he used to he used to do music related things, so he's more just like artist to artist curiosity. Um, it's that, that there's barely anybody in here. We're starting to get tired and they're just a touch of discordic, uh, you know, cause they're like, yeah, okay. This is like the 800th time we've played the jazz version of Jingle Bells this, this season, you know, and, and, and we, as the audience are like, we realize that they, they have been playing they have basically been playing Christmas jazz since Halloween. Um, so, uh, cause months have passed. Um, and, uh, what, what do you do? He finishes his drink, stands up, takes one of the, takes one of the gold plated baubles from his pocket and drops it in the tip area for the band. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. and then, uh, as he's walking out, uh, he'll pass the Nixie and the Seder and just make an offhanded comment about it doesn't matter how big it is. It's about how you use it, because that's the part that he heard. <laughs> like, didn't see holding up hoof, only heard it. Uh, and then is going to, like, give a wink to the Nixie and then continue his way out into the cold. All right. Um, give me... A moxie roll. Oh boy, that's an eight. Hmm. Um, the Nixie kind of kind of gives you a little head bobble, and uh, for just a second, you 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 feel nearly compelled to give her a kiss. Um, and just uh. like. <laughs> exactly exactly and she winks she winks at you and and you hear the you hear the satyr's hoof uh clack against something under the table and and she hey <laughs> and um do you continue walking? yeah as he turns he like puts his hat over his chest and he says i'm only looking out for you buddy just go for it <laughs> and, like addressing and, the satyr he gives you a, 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 a shoulder shrug, a, a shrug, and uh, that you you hear as as you're getting to the hallway with the troll. Um, 
you you hear uh well then let's go let's check these tracks out and they uh they they get up and as as the troll opens the door for you he holds it longer for for them he's not going to close it before they get they get there um you walk out and brisk you know brisk bit of cold and the snow is blowing and um uh do you move along? Yeah, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go to my gonna go to my safe house. I stole okay. all the things that I needed to steal today and got a little bit extra, so things are looking up for good old Kane. All right. Uh, unless there's any other thing that needs to happen there, um, I, I'm gonna go to some exposition and then we'll hit break. Sounds good. Okay. Um, we go back to the mansion. Uh, and we come back in low over the snow. And as we go up the sleigh to where the missing bell is, was, or wait, yeah, where the, where the bell was that is now missing, uh, we stop there for a second. And then we camera angle tilts and tips and slides sort of, janky and angled down the sleigh down the straps of the the reindeer up through their horns and we turn the corner and and we 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 see like a creature but it turns just before we get to see it and the jolly man with a big beard and a mitre hat and a crook staff goes, ha, 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 yeah, I love these kids. Good children here. Good children. And uh, they, you see the crook staff and he walks and, and moves towards the, the sleigh. Um, we're aware that time is different for them because the snowflakes are moving like stupid slow like dropping and drifting like this fast you know they like and three inches a minute maybe and uh and, and uh, it, just around them and whatever's behind him is in silhouette and uh and in darkness and it you can hear and you kind of see its silhouette take a step every time the the jolly man does um and as they uh, walk, uh, walk, come out of the basically the shadow, just before the the creature steps into the light, that's where we go to break. So, with that, we are going to be heading into our break. GB, thank you so much for running this game. I'm excited to introduce my new smarmy boy into this group. I think it's going to turn out so well. I didn't steal from Santa. That'd be ridiculous. But we'll find out who exactly I stole from in five to ten minutes. So don't go to a place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures and join us on the Patreon for our after show or leave us a comment below. I really enjoy being able to see everybody's feedback for these games so let us know how we're doing, and we will see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.
We have returned. Hello. So Hello. we saw we saw the outline of a spooky figure hanging out with good old Saint Totally Not Santa. <laughs> so and, let's uh, uh, let's figure out where the story goes. GB, take us away. All right. Um, and so as we as we faded out and just as it, whatever is following this uh, wonderful old gentleman. Uh, was about to step into the light. That's where we cut. And when we start again, it is the morning. Uh, pork pie is stretching out uh, on the on the couch, and Rue, you you're just pork pie is just moving just enough to make you let go of the what we realize when it hits the floor, hits the rug uh, uh, of the office, uh, an empty bottle. Oh, it, it clinks on the ground. She's going, ha, ha, ha. Uh, Rue looks down at the cat and what does she see? Um. A cat. She just kind of nods and pats that cat. Um, and she gets up and kind of re- <laughs> regards the scorch marks on her desk. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so what happened was the metal of the, uh, of the can heated up so much that it, that it seared itself through the, the blotter uh, pad that that you had on the desk so it is it has now tattooed a perfect circle (laughs) into the wood grain um through the blotter pad very good uh she gets up and grabs that um grabs that trash can she brings it outside and she like just tosses it on the street corner with the rest of the garbage just the entire can she just kind of leaves it there uh, and then she looks around. Um, uh, it's it is oh my god! Why the white and the the light and the, yeah, the snow <laughs> and uh, news? There's a the a newsie nearby, and and they are calling out. You know they're they got little 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 like super thick mitts on and a Aww. hat with an ear flap and like like a, a, a sheepskin coat that's like up to their chin like this and like like a scarf wrapped three times around. And uh, they're saying, uh, another set of children disappear. Another set of children gone missing in the night. Happy holiday as people are passing by. Yeah, um, I, she, she's gonna pay him for a paper um and a little bit extra like give him a little tip um, so and she's, uh she's gonna look at the front of the paper uh and it says uh set of children missing uh and then she flips over to the job listings <laughs> all right all right uh and do you walk back in sure she she walks back in uh, she sits down at her desk, uh, just kind of shoves like the the melted blotter paper off, 
uh, and um, she kind of sits there for a second, looks at the paper, um, and like not even looking down, she gets another bottle out, and then clunk, it's full. And she puts it down next to her. <laughs> we, you open the drawer, and we see there's probably three or four bottles. Yeah, there's just a but, row of them. But we see that there's another space that's like at least that much where there's probably was bottles mm -hmm. and, and are not. Yep. Um, so boom, sits on the desk and, and with practiced uh, agility manages to pop the, the, the stopper out with one hand. Mm -hmm. Not an easy feat on a new bottle of things, but this is a practiced maneuver. Um, and uh, you're gonna just kind of start going down the job listings. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, uh, out of curiosity, is there something you're looking for? She'll probably specifically. Look at, she'll probably look for something in security. Um, pretty much anything that she is qualified for. Hmm. Um, that's that's the only idea I have. I don't know. Did anybody else have any input there? What job should Rue do as a, as a, in her <laughs> in her new mundane, not magical life? <laughs> Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> is there? <laughs> you become a journalist. <laughs> you can become a journalist. A journalist. <laughs> well, you need a job where you can just be drunk all the time. A journalist. <laughs> a journalist. <laughs> a journalist. Pretty, pretty spot on for that. Yeah. You're looking for. You're looking for the newest scoops. Well, or we're just give me go. those Spider-Man pictures. <laughs> <laughs> or the the Hemingway route too, because it's you know time period appropriate. Just drunk with guns. Oh. And, you you know. could write detective novels. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. What if what if it was like the reverse of that though, where like instead Rue starts writing kids' books <laughs> to just Become like distance herself entirely from like the life that she led. I don't I, think she I'm has saying, any emotional saying, she, could, she could start writing for like the tabloids, you know, about like crazy shit. But like yeah. she would be so poor for that job because now she's choosing not to believe those things. Yeah. But if you wrote what you were reading now, you could sell those to like science fiction magazines. Mm-hmm. And the basically pulse. just write your truth and just sell mm -hmm. like sell those sell stories. It. Mm -hmm. Sell it as science fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, science fiction's been invented. Mary Shelley I, already wrote her book. I, I love yeah. that idea, but her sister died yesterday. <laughs> it was months ago, maybe. It was two to three months ago. To her, it's yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If um, I could add to this scene real quick, sure. there's just two presents on the desk when she comes back in. One that says "Happy Birthday" and the other one says "Merry Christmas." Are Don't break from, them. Are they both from Beltane? <laughs> There's no signature, but you recognize one of the handwritings. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry for this. Um, she, she like doesn't even look down at them. She just kind of knocks them off of the desk into a drawer and then shuts it. Oh, okay. I was going to say into where the trash can used to be. Yeah. Onto the floor. Um, but okay, into a desk drawer. Okay. Yeah, you know what? You know what? She's... I, I, I'm trying to be nice because I I, I like Belle, but you know what? Fuck the magic world. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna knock it off of the desk, you know, in, into where the trash can should be. But they bounce underneath some furniture. 
Uh, okay. All right. All right. And we see uh, Pork Pie's true form look over at them as they roll under and, and just take note of it. Uh, uh, Kane, when you awaken, what is your safe haven like? Uh, his safe haven has, uh, he recently moved here, or at least moved back, uh, cause he's, a, like, he's one of the natives of the town, he grew up around here, but there was a stint where he needed to go, he needed to go very far away, very quickly, <laughs> so he went, and he went south for a while. Uh, and so it's only recently that then he needed to go very quickly and very far away, very fast. So he moved north uh, to get away from the problems that he caused in the south. Uh, and upon now his room is basically like a mattress on the floor. Um, a, a very meager shelf. It's mostly like a box that he keeps like stuffing full of his his golden goodies. Uh, with these, like, gilded orbs and baubles, I imagine that he wakes up feeling like mouth is dry, head's foggy, should have at least had some water last night, why did I only drink Manhattans? <laughs> and then he just, like, grabs, like, two or three of the baubles and just drains the gold from them to give himself, like, a little magical cure-all like feels better about it and then he's gonna go and see if he can hawk those baubles to maybe get some coffee or something the the brass under underneath yeah statuettes okay um but other than that like it looks like it's probably someone's attic or like a spare shed that they have that someone is like letting him stay at like he doesn't own anything or at least he doesn't own his house all right. Um. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's say it's a uh an attic, and why don't we if if you're okay with this, why don't we say it's above a pawn shop? Oh, I'm totally down for that. Hundred and ten percent down. As you uh, tunk 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 down the the stairs on the side of the of the building, you come around to the front. And um, there's uh, the um, shop owner is uh, out front shoveling. And it looks like, you know, the kind of a, a hunched over old man. And as he's lumping along, we, it like, like the world spins like in a, in a 360 around the old man. And as we come up on the other side, it's the same shoes, same pants. But then when we get up to the top, he's a gnome. And he's, he's shoveled out his, his driveway and he looks over. Yeah, Kane. I left, I left your rent on the counter. It's no worries there. Yeah, yeah. And it's the pawn shop. And he's like, you got anything? I heard you come in late. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got I got a few things. I got a few things lying around. Uh, you know what? I would say, um, how's about this? And Kane will pull out uh, like three of the brass baubles. Mm -hmm. Like, I look. 
I, I, I happened upon some of these last night. Hmm. What say uh, you discovered them? Maybe next to the trash. Either last night or some other time previously. But actually... Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, and he, 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 he like he gets greedy greedy little digits, you know. Kane will like reach ball. into his pocket and like extend out his hands and he just has a bobble in between each of his fingers. <laughs> okay. And then uh when you hand him to him, he just kinda of and and takes them in and and then he's like they go into a pocket, but then he pulls one out and he's like Brass. Hmm. Brass. I know, it was the weirdest thing. They were gold when I got them. Hmm. And he looks at one more time and he's like, Yeah, I, I they were gilded, right? It's, uh, maybe. I'm not I'm not sure. It was dark. Uh by the way, if the owner of that house and he like points up towards the direction, if you see them coming by, you stow those away real real quick like, okay? And and it, the the mansion was a ways out, but yeah. but yeah, you like say if anybody from the Thompson estate comes looking, if any of those Thompsons come by and they come, you know, looking for looking for these, I would recommend. Um, you have the right to refuse service to anybody, so think about that. Also, I was at. It's fine. It doesn't matter where I was last night. Hmm. And I wouldn't know anyway. You're just a, a vagrant sleeping in my attic. And he, he I, smiles. I clean the shop at night, <laughs> maybe, or something. And he, he smiles a big gnomish smile with little rosy cheeks and uh, and no no mustache, just a, a, little, a little blonde beard. And he shrugs his shoulders and he turns around and kind of waddles up to the door. And, and again... We get us. Uh, we're following him along, and as he reaches for the doorknob, he has to like reach up for the doorknob. But then we see the the camera rises up like three feet, and we see that he looks like a, a hunched over old man. And he opens the door to the shop, sets the shovel right there outside next to the <laughs> next to the walk, and, and walks into the shop. And as and then he he he, he stops. Say... And... Sorry, continue. Uh, he stops and he turns back and he's like, eh, there were no figures. I've got some brass that I'm going to be melting down today. And he grins and blinks all big and innocent. And he's like garden gnome, you know, <laughs> blinky eyes. That's why you're the best, Lou. Anyways, two creams, one sugar, same as always. That would be amazing. And... and uh, just gives a little bit of a gentle bow, and then he's gonna go get his morning coffee. Lilith, the morning comes. You've been awake all evening, as is your mm -hmm. state. Where do we find you? What? What is the scene? Uh, she's in her office. Kinda shut in there, books and papers everywhere. A little bit uh, of a mess, but she knows where she uh, where things are. 
Uh, she's kind of like not physically locked herself, but kind of like just kind of like just got into herself into the the office. Yeah. Um, as as goblins and or orcs come to you with stuff, are are you doing business today? Yeah, she's just uh, she's putting all herself all in into her business. She's uh, she's to her she's like I being sad uh, doesn't do me any good. Okay, and uh, one of the one of the goblins, you know, dressed like a newsie, comes up and is like. I don't know about this one. What do you think, boss? And point, points at the headline. Two more children missing. Tragic. Around Christmas time. I don't know. Mm. Have you talked to Beltane? <laughs> no, no. Boy, Beltane's um, weird right now. <sighs> Yeah, I'll take a look into it. I'll talk to some people. Thanks, Joe. Hey, anything we can do, you know us, boss. And give the like exaggerated <laughs> salute. And then, you know, Gobo's his way out. Um, uh, so uh, basically spending the morning diving back into your business. Mm-hmm. Where's Beltane? <clears throat> Beltane's out. Delivering things, mostly goods to the poorer families within their territory, because that's what he does around this time of the year. Um, he goes to get coffee, looks up some body repair shops because he knows his car's still totaled. And he's kind of miffed about that, but he's just wandering around looking for a good coffee because he's been up all night trying to sort things out and he just hasn't slept very well. So, what does Beltane look like right now? He is a mix of his primordial form, his fey form, his blue skin form, and his human form. It's a almost like a tattooed pattern all over his body. He's got the splashes of blue across his eyes, hair is kind of a faded black to pink ombre color. His skin has the texture of bark when then fades up into the soft brown skin of the Greek man he fell in love or admired once upon a time. And he's just kind of fixing his coat and grumbling and looking tired and sad mostly. To the to the those uh, of us on the outside of the veil is it is it the Beltane we've all seen before just disheveled? Yeah, it's the dark-skinned man, dark hair, very disheveled. He's still wearing a nice suit because Liv won't let him wear anything else, and he's kind of accepted his fate after wear whatever 80-plus <laughs> years of being around her. He's just wearing a nice coat, but he's just, it's disheveled, and he's not well put together. It looks like he just got up a bit too early and didn't mind himself. Uh, and as you uh, as you walk into the the coffee shop, the the diner where people get the coffee, um, there's uh, uh, someone basically at the register where you just pick up that kind of thing uh, ahead of you. What does Kane look like? Uh, so Kane has his coffee colored trench coat. He's saying uh, dirty blonde hair. He's wearing uh, he's wearing a fancy hat. Uh, because it's the noir piece, of course he has a fancy hat on. 
uh and he just has his hands in his pockets every every it seems like every couple of minutes it's like he's compulsively checking a pocket watch and then he'll just tuck it back in like tap his foot a little bit tap his uh tap the side of his leg but it's a it's not a rhythmic he has like a little bit of a tempo that he seems to be going with in his own head of like okay this is where this would be in the song right now and like it's like just while he's waiting just like having a tune going on in the background for himself uh belt is there anything outwardly that would suggest because Beltane has the sight mm-hmm. uh would there is there anything that that they would be seeing or could tell that you were uh you know uh special uh i would say beltane could definitely see that there was a glamour over his pocket watch uh you would know that it definitely like even though it looks like a pocket watch and it does keep time it is not what it appears to be uh and when you look at kane it's like there's a sense of decay about him at pretty much all times like he he exudes an aura as if he is closer to Lilith than he is the barista at the end of this coffee counter mm-hmm. Rue as you enter the diner to get some breakfast because your, tum- your tummy because your tummy is just flopping at this point oh god You've got the paper. We we see that the paper is like circle, 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 X, X, X. Um, because the the way you, you've got it folded, we see that under your arm and you walk in and did, did sunglasses exist in the nineteen twenties? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing sunglasses. All right. And Rue Rue has a hat, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh uh and uh, Rue dresses masculine for for the time period, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and so Rue, you come in and and you, you know you got the thing under your arm and you uh, go to turn the corner and there's like a nice dressed guy standing there and some big big haired uh, cream colored trench coat or whatever guy standing in line for coffee. Uh, you gonna grab a booth? Yeah. Um, she'll go sit down in the booth, just kind of plop down. She's a little unsteady on her feet. Um, her hair is very unkempt. Um, but she, like, gets out a a little compact, and, um, she fixes her lipstick. Because no matter how messed up Rue gets, that lipstick is on point. Um... So she, she takes care of that and she like looks in the compact mirror and flips it a little bit uh, and she sees uh, Belle there and then she turns it a little bit. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. How often? No, I want to run with this. Okay. But how to put this? Rue doesn't see Beltane as a person. Rue always sees Beltane in beltane form in his <laughs> fey glory so would rue recognize bell 
I'm going to say you decide because I want to see where this compact thing goes. But uh, <laughs> but I just wanted that to be noted that that's why you didn't that's, go Beltane that, when you walked in. That's mm -hmm. true. Okay. Um, yeah, she she like she she she's just like looking in the in the mirror of the compact um, and like turns it, sees Bell, and is Bell like would Bell to um, a a uh, a beveiled rue um, would he appear in his like um, in his kind of like gray haired uh, mustachioed uh, older man self to her? You yeah. You would recognize him as the younger self because he appeared as his young human self to you because he's drove in a car where he got into a car wreck via non-seeable duck. Okay. So what, has she seen this form before? Yes. All right. So she sees that um, and then just kind of like turns the mirror again and she sees Kane mm -hmm. and she flips it shut um and uh she holds out her, her she she gets her uh coffee filled by a waitress uh and she pulls out a um a god um oh shoot what do they call it um a it's lighter? Like the alcohol in your pocket the flask flask your pocket hooch. <laughs> like I said, my vocabulary has suffered. Um, she she gets out her pocket hooch and uh, she glick, 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 glick into the coffee. Um, and uh, she takes a swig, puts it down, and then tur turns around uh, and takes off her sunglasses and says to herself, what the fuck? Um, and uh, for, for the scene's sake, um with that little bit of edge and paranoia uh that someone who just robbed a mansion the night before would have you recognize the voice kane as rude i imagine i've gotten the coffees back that i ordered and i look down at them and just and he starts like playing a little drum beat on the sides <laughs> of the coffee cups just using his fingers as percussion and then he is going to walk out the door and, like, get close to the door and stop. And then he, like, walks backwards until he's next to Rue's booth and just says, Well, I would never have thought I'd see you again. Rue Haka, how's it going? You still take two creams, one sugar? And he sets he sets the coffee cup for Lou down in front of Parker. And then just slides into the booth, like puts one arm up against the windowsill. Uh, Beltane, now you are completely aware because you heard someone say, Rue Haka. <laughs> I'll just look over at the booth and kind of punch the bridge of my nose. I, I have a quick question. Um, sure. Is this is this correct, uh, Stephen? That the last time she saw this guy, he was uh, running away whilst she was on the job. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. He doesn't see you in uniform, so he's been gone for a while. Clearly, <laughs> cold case. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> interesting to see you in town again keys well you know i figured uh things uh things down south weren't really working out for me so i just uh 
go to my old stomping grounds again. You know, just uh, the best brew on the entire East Coast, right in this I, shop, I, right I, here. I see how it is. You've uh, you've run out of towns to skip, and you're starting to have to double up. Oh no, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, so, hey, um, you know, uh, how how have you been? How how are you and Harry? <laughs> You guys uh, still still keeping the band Beltane together? Beltane will step in she and starts say... starts drinking her coffee. <laughs> Beltane will step in and say, Boy, I've never seen a bunch of idiots gathered at one place. My day just keeps getting better. I am not an idiot, sir. I am an entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Says the dead man in a booth. I am 110% alive. Thank you very much. I can play mm -hmm. the beat of my own heart to any tempo you could uh, ask for. <laughs> All right. Hey, detective. You know him? Hey, Belle. She's my wife. Didn't you know? And... <sighs> so things... With Harry went south. I take Rui's it. He's going to look at Belle. <sighs> he just has is this Belle shitty, shitting green grin on his face. Is Belle standing there? Oh, or yeah. He, or has he no, he's out? standing there at the table. Okay. <laughs> Belle, have a seat. He sits down. She pours her coffee in his lap. You sure you don't want to be on the same yeah. side of the booth as your wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, not my wife. I and, never got married, and Harry is dead. Check, please. And 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 when the coffee went over, she was already headed over. And when you say check, please, she she does like a thing, and then and then grabs the check, and then comes with the cloth for the coffee. Um, he kind of waves it away. Don't worry, darling. He pulls out his gold pocket watch and checks and puts back in. Okay. Uh, so, Kane, you just yes, you just saw a gold pocket watch. Oh. oh. Okay. Sorry. Go continue, please. So you weren't at your sister's funeral. What was that about? Oh, what happened to Hazel? She's Hazel's been dead a long time. I and he takes off his hat and pushes it over his chest. I am. I'm sorry. Must be very hard for you. I'm sorry too. She unscrews her flask and just like blatantly drinks it in public. Hey, you know what? Maybe you should you should slow down on that, or at least make it look like you're not doing that. That's kind of illegal, right now. <laughs> Pocket. She puts it back in her trench coat. And uh, as, you, <laughs> as that humanity says, is a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> you guys are are kind of like, huh? Huh? Getting the confusion, and suddenly from your pocket, Kane. Jing, 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 a jing, 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 a jing, jing. <laughs> Quick hand against it to try and make it stop. And it's, it's, 
<laughs> you, you can hear the, the clacker like you know making that metal on metal but no ringing noise <clears throat> and he just like goes into a fake cough to try and cover it up <laughs> okay you better answer uh, that damn phone I'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> <laughs> a phone in someone's pocket um no um, uh, uh, <laughs> do you have a music box in your in your coat there sir? uh no I don't I don't I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Terrible cough. You should have that looked at. <laughs> wow. It's awfully musical, too. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. You know, I've always had musical bones in my body. So awesome. Wow. You're like... If I had to put you between pixies and goblins, you'd be below both, sir. I am not sure if I take offense to that. You should. And uh, the the waitress ended up leaving the the towel for the coffee that's everywhere uh, on the table, and uh, and she left the check too, and somehow decided that it was better to walk away from this table <laughs> in this situation. Um, so uh, your uh, your bell is go still going off it's still trying to play that song he is going to just like both hands in his pockets just make contact with it just okay if i can't shut it up i'll quiet it permanently (laughs) you're dampening it and so it's like having a phone on vibrate in your pocket going off no i was meaning like use my powers to like dust the gold like just make it stop jingling at me Um, (laughs) you notice you notice you can't what you can't absorb this gold it's like it's like it's coated in oil or something. I mean, it's like like that in that your your touch like slips off of it. Your your magic slides off. Well, that's not good. Should probably sell this. <laughs> um, whilst that's going on, Rue's paper that was sitting there folded, and and she was on this side of it doing the doing the jobs. That's where it flops open, and Beltane, you read upside down from where you're sitting, two more children missing. He just reaches over and not really asks and takes the paper from the detective and looks at it. And ah. it, it, uh, it outlines, uh, you know, a story about uh, two children, um, you know, uh, Harriet and Billy Johnson uh, gone missing here on this, you know, this Christmas day. He reads it over, folds it back up and hands the paper back. Shame. You just let him do that kind of thing? You're muted. Not. I'm not. <laughs> like Zoom likes to pretend I am. <laughs> um, it is a shame. It's just absolutely nothing. 
Mm. Job market is completely bust. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, he pulls out 50 bucks and lays in front of you, detective. Your payment. Kane's eyes are just <laughs> looking at the stack of money, looks at Beltane, looks at Rue, looks at Beltane, looks at Rue. A wife? <laughs> I like this boy. Where did you find him, Parker? <laughs> There's a flashback. Nice, nice. Okay. Rue looks off into the distance, uh, and like you can hear jazz start to swell, um, and then you cut to a, a smoky jazz lounge where. Um, Rue is playing a clarinet next to a red-headed, uh, handsome young man. And um, the two of them just look absolutely happy and in love. And the camera swoops back and you see a uh, younger Kane uh, just absolutely blasting it on the piano. And then just like back into uh, Rue's uh, mind. And she's like, a place long ago different place a different time are you sure you didn't get rid of that fey element in you i was as vague as this paper once you get fey it never goes away hmm yeah your I'm fucking sorry, humanity's what? all on me what oh yeah that's right i swore all off of all this shit oh Oh, I'll turn to Kane and extend my hand. Hazel. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not a name I use anymore. You can call me Hawthorne. Good to meet you, I suppose. So, Rue Hawthorne is that you, is is that the name you're yes. going? By? I'm not <laughs> married to him. Ten beautiful years. 2.5 children. In fact, Bella, you have kids now? Wait a missing. second. 10 years. That's. Oh my God. Mr. Hawthorne. Did you know about Harry? Oh, I did. I did. Harry and I were extremely good lovers, too. Yes. Kane's eyes are just. I kind of just want to make Lilith walk in. I don't know why. <laughs> While they're talking, Rue kind of like looks back and forth at them and realizes she's not going to get through to them. And then she's like, okay. Then she stands up. She's like, nice seeing you again, Keys. Uh, you know, try to stay out of trouble. I'd recommend staying away from this guy. Uh, I'm perfectly harmless. And the, and the waitress is there with your food order, Rue, as you're standing now. And she's like, to go? Oh yeah, could you box that up for me, darling? Yeah, I got you. Thank and, you. And so she meets you at the register if you if you're walking away from them. Yep. <laughs> she, she's she walks away and she starts paying for the food at the register. All right, and then the two of you are sitting next to each other in <laughs> in the booth. Um, well, I mean, I if you're looking for work, I I got a job. I don't look for work. No, People not, work what? for no, me. No, not you. Oh, you say it to Rue yeah, before, before she walks away fully. <laughs> she takes her sunglasses off and she's all like, is this legal? 
Is drinking hooch in the middle of the day legal? No, but that doesn't seem to stop you. Should be. We are one in the same on this. But right now you need work and I need some help. You got a trustworthy face. You always have. Yeah. And he just gives her a really <laughs> wide smile where Rue, you know that one of his canines used to be, or uh, like his back molar behind his canine was a gold tooth. It has since gone missing. Oh no. <laughs> uh, she, she starts kind of like staring like pretty uh, like pointedly at that. Come on. If you need money, job's good. Quick and clean, always has been. Um, <laughs> Rue uh, opens her mouth as though she's going to say something, and then she just passes out. Oh, shit! <laughs> Go try and catch her. <laughs> Alright, give, uh, give me an agility. Oh, that's good. Um, eight. No, nine. Excuse me. All right. Uh, you catch her, and um, as uh, as you do, um, uh, uh, Kane, you too kind of kind of went whoa to like grab or help or whatever, and it uh, the the bell in your pocket. Ding 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 ding. Just starts just starts ringing again, and and the few patrons of the diner are all like looking around, and they look down the down the row at, at your guys's booth, and um, Rue, you're unconscious. You don't see it, uh, but uh, but Beltane, you would. Uh, a couple of maybe sprites or pixies are suddenly in the window yeah. they've got little, they've got little green and red suits on and they like they're pressed against the glass um, and how, Kane how do you want to handle your your version of the site uh so it's still like the red and green striped, but they just look like vagrants and vagabonds that have just sort of like nose pressed against it and just, oh, Jesus! Go, go, get out of here, go! And and they turn to each other and they, they're talking to each other. And then they, they uh, one of them goes and gives you the fingers, like they're watching you kind of thing. And, and then they... The, the two vagrants in, in green and white, maybe like rotten old uh, elf costumes or whatever, they they seem to, to like Beltane, they like and flit away. But to, to you, they walk off. Um, Just host the detective up, look to Kane. What the fuck did you piss off? I, t I did on. no such thing. I was at the bar all last night. Three men had his neat. It was a great time. Let's go. You're coming with me. What? No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm paying you. you to come with me. How much are you paying me to go with you? 
60 bucks. Let's go. As I lay down right, $10. All right, we're driving. <laughs> um, he thinks for a moment. Hold my arm real quick. Welcome I to have the to world ask of magic. You a very serious question. Uh, Are you made of gold? No. Excellent. And he'll just grab a hold of your arm <laughs> and then start walking with you. He looks like you. He just like uh, holds a detective, pulls his cane close, and I'll spin two luck points to push this into the manor. Just ah, step and push. Excellent. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, are you you're doing like a plant walk, or are you are you uh, doing your teleport? Um, I'll do the plant walk. I'll find a diner and the plant in the diner and just vanish. Okay. Yeah. So they have a they have a Christmas tree behind the one booth in what used to be the like server station, but now because it's the holidays, they got a Christmas tree there. And to everyone else in the diner, it looks like you carried your drunk friend <laughs> into the bathroom. But to us, we see sort of like you just kind of step into the tree and it kind of it, it kind of uh, flashes sort of a glitch sort of deal and the uh, the uh, sprayed black pine tree or painted black pine tree that is the Christmas tree in Lilith's place you step out of next to the next to the hearth um, and uh, they come with you Suddenly you're in an opulent manor with blood red carpet, a black Christmas tree with white ornaments, um, you know, mantle. I didn't mean to take the bust. I'm just saying it may have wound up in my possession. I didn't know it was yours. I didn't know it was your house. 60 bucks. That's a mean trick, Mr. Mr. Hawthorne. I want to say Lilith is just standing there with like a it's, a, it's like a whiskey glass, but it's definitely not whiskey in it. Okay. And she's just, what the hell have you brought into my house? Uh, the detective's drunk. Um, I think I found, a, I don't know, a dead thing. He looks too cane. Dead thing? Not dead thing. Totally alive. 110%. <laughs> you kind of just dead see Lilith kind of like, uh, like her nostrils feel like she's like, ugh. Dead thing, right? I'm not wrong about this. Yeah. Okay. He she's in a like suit. Sand. <laughs> she's in a suit, and she has actually has a uh, gold, like the <laughs> the little little um clasps. Clasps. Yeah. <laughs> Words aren't going for me either. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Yeah. It's they're like they have a ruby in it, and then it's gold. Um. And she's just kind of like, Ugh, great. Um, there's a room for the detective and- She can stay in mine, it's fine. Do you think she really wants that? My contracts with her are over. I don't give a fuck what she wants right now. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> go, go and dump her on my bed. <laughs> just pull the covers over her. Place a coffee beside the table. Water. Lilith's just staring at at Kane this entire time. Is this your house? Jing, jing, yep. Jing a jing, 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 jing a jing, jing. The you happy to see me or something? <laughs> I don't know what that sound is. 
but it keeps coming from this thing. And he pulls up a little bobble. <laughs> Do you like this song? Not particularly. Then it's yours! And he doesn't even wait for you to finish telling him if you don't like it or not. And he's going to try and pass it off to you. I was always told to give gifts to uh, the owner of Mance's. Of houses on top of the hill. So my gift to you, lady. Malahue. Malahue. And it's gold, and um, uh, via sight, you see that it is like the perfect sleigh bell. Uh, where the fuck did you get this? Here and there. Listen, you're in my house. You better be honest to me. I found it. On a sleigh. Huh? With some deer. Fucking hell. Does that mean something to you, lady? It means bullshit's back on. No, see, I, I left the south to get away from the bullshit. So the bullshit's off. We're good. We're... Even keel. How long have you been out of this town? What? Uh, about ten years. Oh. So, seven years or so. A little bit. Lilith kind of like pats his cheek. Oof, honey, the bush is still here. You probably at some point, Kane, heard that at that part of the mountain collapsed. And and changed the town, and then that the that even the town's name changed. That 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 kind of crazy news would have would have mm -hmm. reached you in the south. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So she pats you on the cheek, and you you her pants are cold as shit because she's dead. Uh... <laughs> I would like to say that you just seem like femme fatale until you pat him on the cheek, and then like he sees like eyes flash red. Takes mm -hmm. note that your canines are a little bit longer. I just yeah. You're not gonna get a meal out of me, lady. I'm just gonna throw <laughs> that out there right now. <laughs> Honey, I wouldn't sink my teeth into you. The last thing on earth. Good. That's what I like to hear. Thank you. Belte. He's. Prop the detective on her side, put a pillow against her back, taking off her shoes, and make sure she doesn't like, <laughs> yeah. throw up and kill her. Despite his bluster of not caring, he he cares still, and yeah. just kind of tucks her in and comes back down, coat off, and sleeves rolled up. Yeah. <clears throat> Lilith kind of just takes a swig of her drink, and she's like, she throws the bell at him. I look too, Kane. Did you piss off Santa? What? Pissed no. off Santa. Sa what? No. On Christmas. St. Nick has been dead for hundreds oh, it's of years. I said it wrong. It's Christmas Eve today. We're on Christmas Eve. No. Don't be ridiculous. Santa is just what you tell kids. So that way they act good Fucking pissed off Santa. We saw some Christmas elves today. Ah, pixies. shit. What? Christmas pixies. Yeah, it's fantastic. The Vietnam, um, what would they look you like? You bring him here? 
At what point did we see Christmas Pixies? Okay. The diner. Does he not? What? He 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 saw me. So what's the what's the Hold deal on. here? Uh, how did? When did he see you? Just now. I've been seeing her since we came in here. She's right over there. <laughs> no, what did you do for him to see you? I touched him. Oh, he felt him just puts a hand on his face. Ugh, <laughs> don't do that too long, though. Okay, Kane. Collect- it doesn't uh- smell right. <laughs> it does smell weird. I'm not going to kiss you if that's what you're after. <laughs> Ew. Well, mm. You're a bit young, and the dark form flickers in the blue, pink, grays. The multicolor fae comes into life with the pointy ears and strange eyes. You're like those people from that bar I went to last night. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course. I picked up a stray. I am uh, not a stray. I am at home. Thank you very much wherever I am. Beltane, I don't think we're in the business of picking up strays anymore. I think I picked up a stray. Well, you can't keep me. I don't want you. <laughs> I might employ your services. Beltane? Look at what she exactly stole a bell are his... from Santa? Yeah, that's <laughs> not my problem. It's not You're my right, bell anymore. It's his. Exactly. No. Oh no. Huh. So there's a larger part to the mythos of Santa. Lilith just sits down on a chair, just kind of like. <laughs> I met this other half and. He's quite nice if you're not naughty, mean, mm-hmm. thief. What? No, that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> sure. I'm... But you stole <sighs> fucking the fucking bell. I didn't steal it. I found it. And I've been holding on to it ever since. Whatever you did. Usually these... Saint Nicholas, this patron saint of giving and kindness and blah, 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 has an opposite that travels with him a lot. You talking about Krampus? Yep. He likes to party, especially Uh, during winter. I mean, my brother and sister like him quite a bit, but I've met him a few times. He hangs out in the unsealy courts and... Yeah, you, you're fucking screw Kane. And you brought him here. Kane is yep. looking around for the opium that these two must be smoking to be telling such tall tales. Yep. Uh, you, there is no apparent opium, but there is uh, there is some sort of thick, maybe slow gin or something in a bottle. And there's there's some rather fine whiskeys. I'm just going to help myself to some whiskey. Okay. Those are mine. I wouldn't touch the other one if I were you. It's poison. Mm-hmm. Lilith goes, opens it, <laughs> pours herself some. 
<laughs> and uh at, at that point kane you you see a uh um <laughs> it can only be described as a goblin run past the door <laughs> like there's an archway into this room and and this little goblin goes Kane just like jump into Hosafet and like holds up his hands and clearly drops the bottle of whiskey Ah, come on I can't get another bottle of that that's the last of it just grabs another one from the shelf uncorks it and starts don't touch anything and um and then you see um I guess it would be an orc. An orc comes into the room and is like, "Oh, I'll I'll get that right away, ma'am." And he gets the whiskey bottle that had been turned over and he we look, you know, is basically like this close to you, Kane, and he like gives you an eye like, "What are you looking at?" And he, you know, tusks and the whole thing and puts the bottle upright and then just kind of gives you a a good day, sir, kind of look, but doesn't say anything, and then, like, turns and walks away. Um, you know, staring isn't nice, right? That guy's green! I'll tell you How long have you see you his face? Are you new to the supernatural world? What do you, you? mean, what do you mean, what a natural? <laughs> oh, Kane, man. Kane, is that your name? Yeah? Look at me. What do you see? I see a femme fatale who looks like she's gonna step on me at any moment. I mean, you're yeah. correct, but, uh, what what color are my eyes? He, like, looks at you, takes a drink, gets a little bit closer, takes a drink, gets a little bit closer until he's, like, right next to you. Red? She smiles a big smile and there's fangs in her mouth. And he just starts like taking several steps back, just <sighs> turning, drinking more whiskey, going back to where he had more. Just and I found a baby. <laughs> you found a child. I did. And as that's happening, we, we start to kind of move away and, and circle out of that. Um, and as we're circling away, we're, we're kind of not seeing the people anymore, but we, the camera slows and tightens to a circle and we see laying there, jing, 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 the bell is there. The bell's been ringing this whole time, by the way. Um, and, uh, and we see the bell, and like I said, we notice that it's sitting there kind of unknown. You guys are going back and forth in the disturbance, and then and then it just kind of the circle around the jingy bell goes, and it, it goes black. We're going to jump ahead uh, for time's sake. Um, uh, that was incredible, wonderful role play. I love you guys. Um, but uh, we're going to jump ahead and into... Uh, uh, after dark and because uh, it had yeah so after dark and um, we are going to say like Lilith at some point retired for a little while because you had been up and you had been up late and hence you stayed up until the morn had to come um, 
And so you're out. We wake up or we, we come back in from the dark. We see the darkness, 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 and then it starts to light up and we're seeing the edge of a bed. And as we come up, as, as it comes up, it's Rue Harker's face, sleep, kind of a uh, little drooly, uh, perfect, per, almost perfect lipstick. Yep, <laughs> almost perfect lipstick. And her eyes spring open. <laughs> and Rue, you're, you're in a weird place. Um, and the sight has returned, so this place kind of has auras and and other uh, extraneous bips and bobs because Beltane has been living here. <laughs> you don't know necessarily that's where you're at, but you have a good guess that something mystical lives here. She reaches over, grabs the water, and it, like immediately just starts gulping. Uh, she drains the whole glass. Uh, and then she uh, just kind of throws it onto the bed. She goes, that wasn't vodka. <laughs> of course uh, it wasn't vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and Beltane's there. He's reading a book. He's sitting in a chair at the foot of the bed. Hey. Hey, Bell. How you doing? better than you i'm yeah. sorry whatever what i said in the diner that was rude oh now i remember that oh yeah that was rude i'm sorry real quick we 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 swing aside darkness has come uh lilith uh I can't remember. You sleep in a four poster or a coffin? A four poster. <laughs> okay, with like the the Shaped the, like the, a coffin. the drape. Shaped like a coffin. Nice. The the draperies and and what? Yeah, like okay. it's a it's it's some fancy shit, man. Okay, and how does how does Lilith rise uh, after her rests? Like like vampiric, like stand up or or just like know. a like a regular person, man. Okay, all right. <laughs> All right, with with flash and flurry that uh, you know is is uh, uh, very black. gracefully, yeah, majestically. The, I woke up like this style. <laughs> yeah, and it's all you know uh, the the silks cling and whatnot of your uh, of your nightgown, mm -hmm. and um, you rise and cross the room, and we kind of watch as 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 Lilith crosses the room, Kane. You've obviously been talked into staying, but what are you doing all day? Oh, this is the worst. This is the absolute worst. <laughs> Listen, I is. make sure someone's around him at all times. <laughs> that is why it is the worst. I am allowed to roam free, but it's one of those things like every once in a while, we'll, like go to touch something and we'll just hear a <clears throat> <laughs> And it's like the it's orc so standing behind him, which is it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and going it's, to. It's, it's literally you know grunk, a thuggish orc with like a suit and a tie uh he looks like that character from doctor who uh the little war goblin guy i can't think of his name right now but the uh, uh the little potato people 
no, no. Uh, anyway, they, they're, they're all about war and, and stuff. Anyway, so yeah, so it's a big, you know, thuggish orc in a suit tie, a butler, butler suit and tie, and just <clears throat> like you said. Um, do, you got, have, do you have like a, an entertainment room? Something for me to do? I do have a piano. You have room. a piano. And you got. I'm sure you have bill, billards and and a you know a a, a in a house speakeasy kind of mm-hmm. room. I do have a piano room, little place <laughs> piano. Yeah, Kane will go, and it, he has nothing else to do, so he's just gonna get really drunk and play some play some jazz. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you uh, are you plinking it out or are you play, playing? I think it'll start as plinking, but then as more booze gets into his system, he's just gonna kind of like, just get really loose with it and just play. Like he he loses himself in it a lot. Lilith, uh, did you ever pick up, move, remove, or do something with the bell? I probably put it in a box, uh, safe. Because in her mind, she's like, I'm going to have to strike some sort of deal or calm down some situation in the morning. Okay. Um, so uh, the evening rolls on. It's, uh, you know, we're, for time's sake, we're going to jump for, ahead. For time's sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bell and Parker have a conversation. Um, and she explains basically, like, she she they they make up she apologizes for her behavior um and basically says okay i'll help you out one last job (laughs) um but after that i i i want to quit this forever um and she accidentally lets it slip that drinking makes the site go away um and now booze is off limits until she finishes the job (laughs) Beltane understands and he shares some stuff about grief and his grief of he shares that he had a daughter with you something he's not very open about he understands your grief and he wants to offer his aid and through what you're going through the best he can and gently takes away your whiskey digs into your coat, takes your flask, <laughs> searches your pockets and take out two more flasks and <laughs> finds like a couple of those like little, little TV airline liquor bottles. Yeah. And like and one is one is in her sock. Yeah, he's like, do I need to search your undergarments? Because I have no shame. I'm a did, fairy, quite literally. Ru, I have no Ru, shame. Rue, did you have your, your briefcase with you? Say no. Okay. All right. it, because, just, it just makes sense. If, if if you had had it, Beltane would have found another flask in there, but then <laughs> but then but then would have taken it and realized it was holy water. Mm-hmm. Uh, been able to yeah. put that one back. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, and then so uh, he'll give him he'll give the the detective one of his guns. She agrees to do this and agrees not to drink if he stops telling people they were married. <laughs> He just laughs. I've never yeah. been married, Belle, and it's kind of a sticking point for me. I know. That's why it's so fun. But I won't. I promise. Ooh. Was that was that a promise? 
like a no, real binding not promise? a real okay. promise he's leaving okay. it he he's also told the detective that he has a bit of her humanity in him and he can lie a lot easier now okay. and he's just joyful about it too all right so happy um, for you bell i'm never gonna see you again after this she's just grinding her heel into his foot all right mc <laughs> all right um so uh we see you all reconvening in back in the christmas tree room with the the chimney and whatnot um for the evening and um yeah so you all reconvene in the the main hall or whatever the, this one last is. thing i'm sorry sure. to interrupt again no no no. Um, go ahead rue um is drawn out by the sound of piano music and um she talks briefly with um kane about um how she's gonna help him with his little bell stealing problem uh, <laughs> but he has to promise to not deal with any of this magic shit anymore i didn't steal the bell <laughs> that would be preposterous and very much not like something I would ever do. As far as the magic shit, I don't know what you're talking about. Great. <laughs> Continue <laughs> to not. And see. Um, so you've reconvened in the, the parlor to to discuss what uh, what you're going to do or you know how you're going to try to make amends or parlay or or such and you hear ching 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 and uh one of the one of the goblins comes running and he's like someone's someone's on the roof boss someone's on the roof <sighs> yep uh, why don't we all go out? Hmm? I think it's best to invite them in. I invite you in for the amount of time that I deem appropriate. And, and, <laughs> she just uh, says out loud. And <sighs> as you say that, the the fire from the the hearth like leaps like probably eight, 10 feet out into the room and then and then snaps back into the, the Yule log that is in there and just kind of, it kind of disappears. It's still there, still giving off light, but there's no flame. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, these, these pristine uh, uh, white and um, gold boots appear uh, and then down crunches and a a a big uh crooked staff comes up and then uh, oh, 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 just offers oh. Merry Christmas. Saint Nicholas, I presume. Hmm. Of course Santa's real. Some names. <laughs> yes, I go by that one too. I think it'd be a long list of names if I were to say each one. Hmm. Uh, I believe you are missing something. Yes, yes, I am. She produces the box. Okay. Um, and he looks at it and uh, he says, hmm, so 
you freely return my property to me? Of course. As hmm. it, uh, I, it seems to have come into my possession under unfortunate circumstances, and I am not one to keep something that is not mine. Hmm. Good. Good. Mr. Kane should apologize as well. Yes, I think that's very much needed. She looks pointedly at Kane. Standing in front of him, like between Kane and uh, Sister Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> he's like hyperventilating. Like uh, he's new to the magical world. Uh, he's a big man. <laughs> and he, he he smiles and nods. He's like, "You've been naughty." Oh, that's a matter of perspective, you big talker, you. Oh, boy. Well, Can't hold over the mouth. Don't mouth off to fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> Don't swear in front of Santa Claus. And he, he, <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Fuck. He takes, he, takes, he takes the box, uh, like, on one arm and... Oh, 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 and he touches the side of his nose and he goes up the, the hearth. Oh, I call up the hearth and say, give this to Krampus. I forgot to give it to him last year. I'll tell him I'm sorry. I'll just hand him a little box of holly. You'll like and I, that. And and it goes up the, up the thing. And um, you hear, I guess you would hear, and then crunch, 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 crunch. I just turned a little. He loves Holly. Like he gets, it's so it's <laughs> like catnip for for like cats. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a good gift. Oh, and the, okay. I'll keep that in mind next year. The 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 fire comes waggling back to life, and then it starts to grow, and wave, oh, and get fuck. a little crazy, and suddenly out of the yule log comes these these curling horns begin to grow from the log itself and as it i mean jet black horns and as the fire uh, uh, burns and grows the a, a goat furred visage begins to rise from the flames and uh, you see one arm, very muscular arm, comes out and it's um, holding a long horsetail whip. And then the other arm comes forward and it has a hand of switches, um, like like um, uh, uh, ash uh, bow switches. And, uh, and it, it's huge chest. And like I said, it's all coming from this burnt out Yule log and, and one cloven hoof hits and the other hits and it looks at you Kane and it just says naughty matter of perspective you big ol' ugly mug oh practice I'm assuming right Lilith just talks to him (laughs) this was happening yeah Um, Harker was just kind of casually walking over to go and grab the iron poker uh, next to the fireplace. Um, <laughs> and as soon as he says naughty to, K- uh, to Kane, God, I almost said Calum. 
I, I get my messed up boys mixed up. Yep. To Kane, um, she says, yeah, I was expecting that. And she's just going to try and kneecap him. <laughs> Sweet. Detective. All right. Give me a brawn. <laughs> Don't. I'm not good at that. Yay. Belton's just watching this go go down. I gave him Holly. I'm. I'm coaching. I'm. <laughs> Uh, 11. Oh, nice. Nice. Whoa. The the iron hits home on the on his inverted goat knee and and he goes down on one on one knee uh and and you know his eyes like get that animal glazed glow uh sheen or shimmer uh, as he looks suddenly at you naughty Detective, please. And this is like actually the first time she's talking to the detective straight on since they, mm-hmm. she's been in her house. Do not do that to a giant goat with a whip and other weapons. Um, and you, you, uh, you see, uh, it's got this like wrestler's weight belt on and on and on the back of it there's there's two huge bells but you realize those bells are like child skulls and on his back is a bag uh uh uh, like a pack um uh, uh how to put it it's like a, a a basket with a bag in it um, on his back and the bag is kicking and you can hear uh, children in the bag. I think we found where the missing children are going. Naughty. And I mean, sh- by right, Krampus has rights to their souls. That's yeah. very true and this is really none of my business, but Krampus, sir, I'm sure... She didn't know what she was doing. It was more of a self-defense. He didn't know what he was stealing. So really, is it naughty if they do not know? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it's just that it, the face doesn't change like you're talking to a wall. And then it goes, whoosh, and lashes out. Uh, uh, Kane, if you would give me an agility check to dodge the magical horsehair oh, whip. Christ! This is really not of my business, so I'm just gonna step back. That's a thirteen. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you uh, you dodge the horsehair whip. It cracks in the air where you were, and 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 snaps back, winging through the room. Uh, Rue, a big handful of switches comes towards you. Uh, I would like the same uh, agility roll, unless you can come up with another way to defend yourself. Agility sounds about right. She's got to okay. jump back as they okay. come for. Um, oh, I'm good at that, though. Uh, eight. Eight. All right. Um, I what the good number is. A, a, a seven <laughs> or better, but seven to nine is a partial success. So uh, I'll give you a, a hard choice. Uh, you either get uh, knocked off your feet or you uh the the switches catch up in the in the uh iron um poker and and the it goes flying 
I'm gonna say I get knocked off my feet. Okay, you you hit the the at least plush carpeted floor, um, and kind of get the wind knocked out of you. Uh, the switches wrap around my leg briefly, and that gets pulled out from under me. Yep. Um, and uh, Beltane, what do you do? Lilith stepped back like, uh, an idea kind of formulates in his mind and he knows it's surely a wicked thought as he's sworn not to do something like this, but he steps forward and says, I invoke a contract with Krampus on my behalf. Before that, let's try something, should, shall we? I want this, my dear. I don't think that's appropriate right now. It's very appropriate. It's and after a wicked soul, after all. And 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 like I said, almost serpentine, he kind of turns when you said the contract thing and he, he like the see you know is is staring <laughs> down at Beldane. And what would you what would this contract be? If you don't mind me asking. He just smiles. There is somebody you can access, Krampus, I have no longer access to, but she is a very dirty soul and I think would complete your Christmas collection for this year hmm. for the two souls around you. And she's a fairy. Very naughty. You just see a wide, wicked grin, like, type smile, like, appear over Lilla's face. Oh, I like this. You can take her son, too. Both of them. Two souls? For these two souls. It me of something. And he'll lean close to Krampus and whisper the two names. They're two true names. Okay. to them and form the contract you'll find them in the spring court as he hands krampus the contract do you have fun all right let me think briefly so they are fey they are in the spring court what is their crime they killed beltane's daughter Okay. Uh, crime of passion, crime of wicked intent. What? What was the passion? Wicked intent. Both. Power move. Yeah. It was okay. to get Beltane out of the court, out of the Feywilds, and okay. So it was, a, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. This is yeah. pure and simple revenge. Yeah. Okay, but this doesn't work. I'm going for the nuts next. But they, but they, uh, but they did that to frame her, or him, Beltane. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, you whisper it, and then it's like the you see that animal sheen flash uh, in like two directions, and it uh, it seems to suddenly understand like what the naughty thing was, and and it turns back. And it, it, it goes, it, two long clawed fingers come out and it goes naughty to, to you, Kane, and then naughty to you, to you uh, um, Rue, 
And then after he does that, the, the big clawed fingers come and you can hear the switches like, and you hear the leather of the horse whip kind of tighten. And then it goes in through the, in through the Yule log and the fly, fire just flitters back. And it's all just like, like perfect. You know, like, like a nice holiday uh, situation. Just then a goblin comes around the corner and it's like, eggnog. Oh, perfect time, Frederick. Oh, I love it. Lilith goes over to Kane. I believe you owe someone a debt now. I owe no such thing. I was going to challenge Krampus to a jazz off. Had your friend (laughs) not spoken up sooner? I did not ask for this. Therefore, no debt has been incurred. You have forced me to stay in your house, madam, and I hope I never see you again. And he bows and then begins walking very quickly past the egg dog. He he grabs some eggnog on his way out. Do you want a place to live? I have an attic. Thank you. We will pay you monthly. Beltane. $65. Beltane. On one condition, $65 in gold coins. Okay. Or other oh. golden artifacts. Beltane. That will come from my personal stash. This is my house. Yes. I can keep him in my realm if you wish. No, I don't want him anywhere. What good I is do not he? work in the home. Thank and, you. And as that's <laughs> as that's happening, we hear ching 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 ching. Oh God! Ching, ching. And, and, <laughs> and we hear oh 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 Merry Christmas! And that's where we close out. <laughs> Amazing! Yay! Jimmy, thank you so much for running this game. Yay! Yay! Thank you you all for making it so fun and so amazing. (laughs) We love these characters. And it's just, oh, the best. Yes. So, So, hey, GB, uh, I love this so much. I want to find you on more stuff. Where can we find you? What do you do? I'm Greybeard, Greybeard Tavern. Look that up on Twitter. I have my schedule there. This week, I'm doing eight games in six days. So up up next is tomorrow afternoon. We're doing the Christmas special of Death's Curios. We've been told nothing about what it is except it's the Christmas special. That's at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on Encounter Roleplay. Uh, hope to see you there. Check my schedule. I'll be back uh on uh indoors channel friday night with jor jorfton um J- jordan ph is silent uh, uh to play some dungeon crawl classics and then uh sunday 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 i'll be on the hype goblins channel as the yeah. gu- as the guest on the uh nexus adventures at 8 30 a.m Eastern Eastern Standard Time. It's uh, 1 p.m. for me. It's fine. <laughs> and, uh, and then on Sunday afternoon, 4 p.m., I'll be playing in Monsters of the Weeks on G Game Nights. But uh, so that's my uh, my big game week for this holidays. Have a happy holidays, everyone, and Merry Christmas uh, <laughs> to y'all. Yes, and Satan, where can we find you? What do you do? 
Hello, I am Satan, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elizabeth with two Ps, uh, or right down there as you see it written. Uh, I play lots of games. Um, currently, I'm not doing any on-stream games because we're off for holiday breaks. The only one I'm doing is the one I'm DMing, which is Nexus Adventures, Sunday mornings, 8.30 SD, where the lovely GB will be guesting this Sunday and we have the lovely Jen also playing as a permanent play and I'm very very excited for it and hopefully we get some of these other cool people guesting if they're not too tired in the morning that would be at 5 30 in the morning <laughs> hey I'll do it I'm fixing my sleeping schedule I'm working on it I'll, I'll be there if you want me there I'll be there I do want I, you there we want you there so much both of you all both of you please do it for the TTRPG. Do it for the D&D. Do it for us. Do it for baby soon. Do it for baby soon. You'll <laughs> love them. <laughs> See, even Sarah wants you to do it. Yeah! <laughs> All right. And hey, Wings, where can we find you? What do you do? Danae Keener, you can find me at Danae Keener. Drawings mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. You can also find me here on Mondays playing Coriander the Eldrin Paladin during our homebrew game or on Tuesdays running Curse of Strahd for as long as that's going on for. Uh, DanaeKeener.com I'll be here also tomorrow and the day after because we are having games all this week and I'm going to be in a lot of them. So see me again on Thursday and Friday DanaeKeener.com <laughs> um jen where can we find you what do you do hi jen um you can find me on twitter at laughmaker dnd and you'll find me on sunday's game with Alyssa. Bump, you know doing her thing torturing our characters fighting chimeras whatever find us there and this thursday i'll be over at Baladrit's channel running a DD game where my players are recovering from the shock of oh maybe the dm does know how to raise an entire city with a dracolich and that should be scary and fun yay what the fuck <laughs> that sounds <laughs> rad uh if you have made it this far you probably already know who i am but if you don't hey fella what's up it's me your buddy your pal your friend the indoor adventurer the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures we do shows like this monday tuesday and thursday at 5 30 p.m pacific standard time but this week and this week only you also get bonus episodes on wednesday and friday so as has been said before monday we got our homebrew campaign tuesday is curse of strahd for the next oh god it's coming to an end soon and it makes me scared wednesday uh of this week hey you had monster noir uh our once monthly improv game that gb made up uh at 1 a.m on a tired night back when we were still doing one shot wednesdays so gb thank you so much for creating this game uh on thursdays we have ghosts of salt marsh which means that this week it is actually going to be a Part one of our annual Christmas crossover event where the four keeps and our ghosts of Saltmarsh crew are going to be intersecting their storylines ever so slightly. Uh, it's some holiday funness, so I would recommend uh, checking it out. And then, of course, on Friday, as GB said and Danae has confirmed, our dear friend Jordan of the Forgotten Realms Explained uh, YouTube channel is going to be running a game of Dungeon Crawl Classics. For quite a few people of the channel, this will be one of the few games this year that will be hosted that I will not be a part of. Uh, so, 
consider it to be a special game indeed. But that is it for our show. I would like to say once again, thank you, GB, for running such a fantastic game of Monster Noir. Thank you to all these players for coming out and putting up with my bullshit. And we are going to be heading in to Knights in the Courtyard. So we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!